Welcome everyone, coming to you live from Twin Cities Orthopedic. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's we're actually not, we're not there right now. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. Hey, I'm Dave. I'm Ralph, and this is our little podcast. Hi, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. We're glad to have you. It's yeah. gonna be uh, it's gonna be an epic journey into uh, the world of fantasy football. <laughs> wow, an epic journey, huh? Yeah, it's like Narnia or something. Yeah, we got okay. a word, we got a wardrobe we're gonna step through. Ooh. It's our fantasy football wardrobe. Nice. Uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about we do. tonight. Um, but Dave, you wanna you wanted to get us started off? Yeah, got so, a little something. So I'm gonna be 39 years old in two weeks. Oh shucks! My birthday's coming up. Happy birthday, buddy! Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> in my 38 plus years on this earth, I've done a lot of things. Have you now? I have. Okay. The one thing I have yet to do is experience a bidet. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever experience a bidet? No. No. And I have no interest to. That's gross. So I was over at my... What is this, Europe? I was over at my sister-in-law's, brother-in-law's place. Just, uh, that's where I came from. And uh, I went to the bathroom. I noticed they had this thing on the toilet. And I didn't know what it was. And I had to ask. It had this knob turning up to one, two, three, and four... And uh, it's a bidet. They bought it for thirty bucks. Attached to their toilet. Yeah, it's a so t- it's not a separate thing. No, it's it's so it's a thing you buy separate. Yeah. And it affixes to your toilet, and then it takes the toilet water. Ugh. So it shoots toilet water. Yeah, it's in clean your, into your nether regions. It's clean toilet water. I would hope so. So, I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing you know dave said he had an anecdote to get us started and i didn't know if it was yeah. gonna go this direction oh, this is exciting okay so it goes from one to four and they said whatever you do don't put it to four <laughs> and i said well hell i gotta put it to four now right okay and i so i did a little beamer i'd like to two and i was like okay it's fine and I put it to four, and the whole house heard me. <laughs> I experienced a new level of clean that I've never felt before. Oh, my. And now me and that bidet are dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. They, they, heard, uh, they heard everything. Well, you experienced uh, a whole new level of clean, yes. and the podcast has experienced a whole new level of dirty. It's true. Well, so actually, I guess you know it's it all not dirty. Out. It's it's clean. Well, I feel dirty. <laughs> and then everybody else had to try it too that have never experienced it before. So so it just stays on there like it's just it's attached. It's yeah. just always it's attached. Attached, and it's yeah. And then I found out that one of my boys was over there a couple weeks ago. Didn't know what it was. Thought it was a drinking fountain. Pushed the button and got him right in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching an episode of New Girl where that happened the other day. Yeah, so that's Jessica my... Jessica Day uh, didn't know what that bidet did. That's my story. Wow, that's quite a story. Yeah, and now I'm debating if I want to get one for my bathroom in the basement. So, all joking aside, was it something that was, like, 
something you'd actually want to do as a hygienic thing moving forward? I mean, it. Uh, think of a pressure washer taking off chipping paint on the side of your garage. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is what I could liken it to. Can you imagine if somebody's li- listening right now to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave for the first time? For the very first time. Welcome oh, to boy. Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. So This I, is the bidet hour. Yes. Boy. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really debating if I want to get it because it, it worked pretty well, but... You know, because of course I gotta, you know, be adventurous and try it all the way to four. I was walking funny after too. Yeah, I guess so. Well, okay. Well, back to football. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, All right. So tonight we are going to talk about the thirty-two teamer, which is going strong. We've got four rounds left. Five rounds left. We have three rounds left, actually. Only three. Wow, okay. Yeah, we are, well, we're in, we're at 15.29, and it goes to 18. Okay, um, all right, so uh, running backs have dried up. I, I learned that lesson the hard way, so. Quarterbacks have dried up, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, but you don't need to start one of those. That's um, true, but it does help. So, 32-teamer, we've also got uh, our favorite segment, like Kurt. If I, I could, could have Kurt's, Kurt's team. team. So we've got a Kurt team to analyze. Um, he he said something funny to me earlier when I when I said, hey, do you have a team for us today? And he said, oh, do I? And uh, It's like he was waiting for you to ask. Yeah. Well, he asked when we were recording. So oh, okay. I figured that's probably what it was about, like when he needed to get it to us. And he said, he said, so I've been sending you guys what I thought were my worst teams, but you seem like you think that they're pretty good. So I don't know. And I said, I don't brag much. And, uh, and he goes, well, no, I guess my, I guess just stating that maybe I don't think I'm as bad off as I, as I think I am. Uh, Or or he goes, he goes, yeah, but zero championships. I said, well, yeah, so far. And he goes, yeah, I guess I was just saying that maybe I'm not as bad off as I think I am. So he sent us a team for us to look at, gave us, uh, an Eddie level of analysis in terms of what, uh. Uh, where that team has kind of come from. It's two years old. Yeah. Um, this segment will be great in a few years when he's got some teams that he's been working on for Just a while. Just some powerhouses. Yeah, buddy. I do, uh, before we get to that, I do have some NFL stuff to get to. Players are getting extensions and signing long-term deals. Did you know One this? second. So we also have 32-team oh, league and yeah, Kurt. I stepped on your touchdown. That's okay. Off. And then we had we have an orphan in Westeros, our IDP. Yeah. And so we will be taught, we will, and spoiler alert, Kurt is taking that team over uh, because that's a league that he wasn't in with us yet. Um, So we will analyze that team in terms of its orphan appeal, 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 and see how that team's looking. So what's going around around the NFL? There's some stuff happening. Some people got rich. Miles Garrett is one of them that got rich. Yeah, in, uh, in, in UFC. No, in the NFL. And it was a joke because he pounded Mason Rudolph over the head with a helmet. Oh, that'd be more like a WWE hardcore match instead of UFC. I still don't understand what happened there and why he's allowed to walk the streets because yeah. that was ridiculous. It but, was. Uh, yeah, he made a lot of money. Is he the... $100 million in total guarantees. Top yes. paid defensive player? Most ever paid to a defensive player. Wow. With $50 million guaranteed at signing. Wow, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, good for him. Um, I guess. And then, 
the uh, the darling of fantasy football leagues last year, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Also got signed. I kept reading that. It, I can't believe it. I kept reading it wasn't going to happen, but. Well, yeah, because why would they? He right. He's going to break down. Like that's so dumb. Take next year, run him into the ground, and let him go, and find somebody. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And that's because what he I wasn't was he wasn't happen. any good. His body is too big to be able to hold up, mm-hmm. and so I just don't understand the thought process there. And then look at that team in the playoffs once he got hurt. Right. You know that was the end of that. <laughs> hey, Kona. Kona. It's a fifty million dollar contract for four years. And I'm, and that's got to be high in terms of um, running back. Oh, it totally contracts, is. right? I mean, we yeah. were talking about it last week, where it's not the running backs that sign the long term deals because that's not what the owners are doing now. They're sure. So that was definitely surprising, especially since I I traded him away in a couple of leagues, thinking that. Well, yeah, because that's the move to do with him right, right now. It doesn't make any sense right. to. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to be holding on to him. So it's kind of weird. And then one player that didn't get extended was Dak. So he'll play out his the franchise, his tag, franchise right? tag. He'll be a free agent next year. So that will be interesting as well. Um, when I was making selections in the 32-teamer and I was doing my due diligence on Matt Judon, because I think he's a beast and I couldn't believe he was still there when yep. I got to him. <laughs> Kona's got her sloth that she's chewing nice. up. It says party animal on his T-shirt. Um Anyway, I was doing my due diligence, and he's, I think, playing on the franchise tag. And they interview, in, in an interview, he said that he was excited to do it, excited to, you know, that's, that's a lot of money. He has yeah. no complaints, and he'll play his heart out and, you know, be playing for that next contract and, you know, do the best he can with what he was given. Like, no complaining that he wasn't on a long-term deal. And I was like, oh, man, that's, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what about, um, who's the defensive tackle for the Chiefs? Chris is it Chris Jones? Yes. Did he get his deal yet? I'm not seeing that he did. But it's no. getting worked on, because they were talking about how they were in in getting Mahomes signed for you know just a, that minor uh, ten year deal yeah. that they left room to get Chris Jones signed. I heard so. Well, hopefully he does because that he was a, a good piece of their defense. Yup. Agreed. 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 So that's really all I got on the uh, contract aspect of the NFL. Um, since I just caught myself wincing, a little update for anyone out there that's concerned. Yeah, we got a fruit basket from somebody that was nice. A listener sent in a card and a fruit basket. I, I, had, a, uh, I had an MRI, and I went for the results today. And they, they saw that there's definitely inflammation that is causing me pain. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to get an ingest. Kona, knock it off. So I'm gonna get a steroid injection in my spine. Yeah. That's gonna relieve the relieve the inflammation and hopefully I can get back to normal and not be a a bump on a log. Cause I'll tell you, I've rewatched two seasons of Jersey Shore in the last six days. So if that's any indication of how productive I'm being. You will be doing back handsprings in no time, sir. Oh, I can't wait. I just can't wait to to accomplish things and work out a little bit. Maybe not back. <laughs> And have a drink because this Dr. Pepper's tasty, but it's just... Just not doing it. It's just not doing it. Well, Dr. Dave says you can do muscle relaxers and alcohol at the same time. You'll be fine. Yeah, I know. I'm just... I figured it was just take a, take a week off. It's probably good for me. And then add up a day in there and you got a party. Yeah, seriously. I Seriously, that would be just too much. That would be... That's too much celebration. 
All right, should we start with uh, should we start with the thirty two teamer? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. This is the slowest draft ever, but I keep forgetting it's thirty two teams. I know it's so deep. I mean, it couldn't really be any uh, couldn't really be any longer than um, any shorter than this. So, so when we left off last week, uh, we were talking about uh, round three. Is that all? Four. That's all we had. Oh yeah, because we hadn't gotten any farther than we were talking about our plan for the fourth round, which yeah. is where the old one had stopped. Yeah. Um. So should we just go through our teams and kind of our thought process at the various picks and see where we go from there? I like it. Uh, do you want to go first? I feel like I always go first. You don't always go first, but I can go first this I feel time. Like I do. Why don't you go for it? So we uh, we're coming around to the fourth round, and if you guys remember, I drew thirty-two, so I got the late, late, late turn. And uh, I had my eye on Chase Young. And uh, I really wanted him, but uh, I had a conversation with Kurt prior to us picking. I kind of asked what he was going to do, and he had let me know that he was going to go Chase Young. And he had offered a trade, but I, I didn't feel I needed a trade. He felt real bad. He was... He was laboring over taking Chase Young from you. He That's felt fine. he felt really bad. I mean, he didn't take it from me. I mean, he had the pick ahead of me. I could have traded if I wanted to, but I, you know, I just I just left it there. But then after Chase was taken, I was going to take Miles Garrett, but then I looked at the quarterbacks that were left, <laughs> and woo doggy, there really weren't that many quarterbacks left. And I wanted a quarterback to put in that flex spot. That super flex advantage for yeah. having a quarterback in there. You can't... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, it was... If you remember, Kurt was the one who took two quarterbacks in the first and then the third round. So that helped uh, dry up the uh, the quarterback. So I went with Big Ben. I, uh, I have limited shares of him. And uh, so I went Big Ben at 432. And then I just wanted to start diversifying all my positions because I, I went because I already had Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay, and then I drafted Carson in the third. I was just gonna say, make sure you remind yeah. everybody who you took. So I I didn't want another wide receiver since I had other spots to fill, and in this huge thirty-two team league, if you don't pick somebody, there's gonna be a crazy run of that position that you don't get, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be without a luck. So I wanted to go linebacker next because that's a, a, a nice high scoring position. It's also the other other position besides wide receiver where you have to start too. Yes, exactly. So I went with Jalen Smith out of Dallas. I like that pick a lot. Yeah, I was I was pretty happy. Um there really weren't too many other linebackers that I were that I was thinking about. Um, and I was I was happy that I went with uh, with Mr. Smith. He's got youth on his side, and uh, he's a tackling machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, and then I waited like three days for my next <laughs> pick, and I remember this pick. This was my six thirty two. My pick happened late at night, and I fell asleep. Well, yeah the the clock isn't getting turned off till midnight. Which yeah. is an interesting choice, I feel like. I think with an hour clock, you probably could have, they probably could have shut it off at 10. I'm currently not sleeping, so it didn't affect me at all, but uh, and that I, midnight clock is rough. I completely spaced it, and uh, so I was auto-picked on Johnson. Was he on your list, or was he best available? Best available. To, okay, yeah. and how do you feel about that? Nah, it was, it's another running back, so I have two now. So, I mean, that's not terrible. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, I got, as far as running backs go, you can't be worse than my situation. Yeah, so, so I, I really wasn't expecting to go running back there, but I did. And then uh, I went uh, with Eric Ebron as my tight end uh, with the next pick at 7-1. Um, so I paired up Big Ben and Ebron. So I'll double up, ooh, double up, ooh, ooh. That's my plan. <laughs> Uh, because tight ends were also going pretty quickly as well. And I still want to get a, a producing starter. So I figured I'd go with the stack, the old QB tight end stack. I like it. And if Eric Ebron's hands weren't cinder blocks, then you'd be really in a good mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, and actually the air there in Pittsburgh is a little moist, so I'm hoping it'll soften. Think, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll soften his So it's dry hand hands. Hand. He just needed a little yeah, bit of he just moisture. Needs some moisturizer. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, and then... Since we have to start two linebackers at 832, I went with Seattle's pillar of defense, K.J. Wright, linebacker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm a bit of a Minnesota Vikings fan. You don't say. I do say. And I wanted to get a Viking with this pick. I also needed a defensive back to add to my roster. Ergo, <laughs> Hitman <laughs> Harrison, Harry the Hitman. I am excited that I got him. Yep. Uh, I my, haven't paid much attention one. to him in IDP. Does he put up good IDP stats? Because you don't hear about him talked about when you're talking about like the big IDP producers. But I know he's a good player. It's actually, it's notable um, the little blurb that they have about him. Um, last year, he was targeted only forty times in pass coverage. Wow. Yeah, but he came in number six as top ten cover man in the league. Um, so he's he, a little bit of that. I always reference um, Richard Sherman from back in the day where he doesn't get thrown at a lot. Yeah, so he had, he had 85 tackles, 65 solo, a sack, three interceptions, 11 pass defense, and two fumble recoveries oh, last that's year. Pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. he's uh, a top ten ID. How many fumble recoveries? Uh, two. Oh, I thought you said seven. I was like, holy mackerel. He had 12. Okay. Yeah. So I got uh, a Viking. Actually, I actually have another Viking we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I doubled up, uh, doubled up, uh, uh, <laughs> on the Vikings. <laughs> that's, your, that's your new line. Yeah. And then um, at... Uh, Ten, my Sir mix a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, was it bugging you? No, yeah. I it took me a second. I was like, okay, I know what that's from. I know what that's from. Okay, baby got back. It took yeah. me the second time for me to for it to process. All right. So it took I feel you, better. It took you the second time when mm-hmm. I double up. That's another kind of theme. That's there. a little funny, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then I went with a little bit of depth with my next pick at ten. Tyrell the gazelle was still there. Um, technically he's still the number one in there question mark yeah you never know how long it'll take those rookies to figure things out so first first half of the year at least he'll be he'll be fine and then for my 11 pick i called it i did will disley you sure mrs disley's kid is on my roster i am very very happy absolutely yep and then uh so i think i made my number 12 pick at work i did um I was looking at my roster, and there was a, a, a roster position that I had not drafted yet. I went 12 rounds, and I haven't drafted a defensive lineman. Can be a risky position to wait on. Yeah. But and, I, think uh, you, I think you did okay. Yeah, I, I hope so. I got Jeffrey Simmons out of Tennessee. Young Buck, 
Uh, he, he flashed a little bit. Um, I think, did he battle injury? I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, he only played nine games. Yeah, that's what happened. He didn't make his debut until week seven. Okay. Um, but he was a first-round pick for him in, in last year uh, and showed a, a lot of promise. So a healthy offseason, and, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Sure. And, sure, sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. So then in continuing with my uh, depth, my addition of depth, on uh, my 13-1 pick, I went with linebacker Eric Wilson from the Vikings. Right. I went with somebody I know. Yeah, I did, he, I, he was on my list as I was looking at linebacker yep. depth charts. Because I don't really know a lot of mo- more of these people as you get lower and lower and lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 14-32, I went Xavier Howard, who will be uh, opposite... Uh, uh, Byron Jones. Jones, thank you, in Miami. So maybe he's going to get thrown to a little bit. I was going to say neither one of them can be avoided now because there's a good, solid guy on both sides. Exacto mundo, my yep. friend. And then at 15-1, which seems like ages ago, but it really wasn't, I went with more depth on my defensive line with Shaq Lawson. Very nice. Named after Shaquille O'Neal. I just made that up. Oh, well, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Anybody who's... Around I, this, I don't know if his full name is actually Shaquille Lawson or if it's just Shaq. Yeah, but there's always, I mean, there's always a uh, like Shaquille O'Neal. You know, any anybody who's in their twenty, yeah, anybody who's like in their early twenties now that's named Shaq is named yeah. after Shaquille O'Neal. It's Probably. just that was, you know, that was the popular thing at that. And point. then the other interesting wrinkle. Uh, with my team, it was between me and Kurt. Um, Luke Keekley was in the draft room. Yep. And he's retired. Yep. Right? But he was still a player on there. Well, and he was at the top of the best available. Exactly. Because so, Sleeper doesn't do a good job siphoning that out. So guys were going through their hour, and uh, they were getting Luke Keekley on their lineup. And so I don't even know how it happened. I was barely paying attention. And uh, it was suggested that me or Kurt get him on our roster at the very end. Just so, just so that he's, he's not gone. showing up, yeah. Kurt had said, I'll take him unless Dave wants him. And then I agreed. I said, yeah, that sounds fine. Like, Kurt, you can have him. Well, but I mean, he ended up yeah, but him. once it gets to be the end of the 18th round... They're gonna take Keekly off, and you actually. Have to I know, make your but pick. it still looks weird having. Yeah, him just having there. him sitting there. Yeah. Sure. So, and when you look at your team as it is now, I'm pretty sure based on when he was put in, it shows that you're starting him at linebacker, which it must feel a little strange. No, it's got him down at my 18 oh, spot. Didn't. Yeah. No, but when you look at your team, like like when you click on team, and oh, it shows your starting lineup. Yeah, you're right. He's in your start. He is shown as a starting linebacker, yes, which yes, must feel yes. a little strange. Yeah, well, maybe Meh. if he makes a comeback in the next day. But don't call it a comeback. Ooh, I've been it for years. So that's my team. I think uh, the next three rounds, I'm I'm just gonna keep going with depth. Um, no quarterback. I'm not gonna draft on the quarterback. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's, there's nobody a, there left. There's really any point. Running backs. Really the ones not. to consider: Kyle Allen, if you thought he could beat out Haskins. Right. And then the other one I thought about was Eason, who just went. It's true. So um, I was thinking about both those guys, but um, if you if you have one that's startable, there's really no reason to stress because 
like, you know, you don't have to start one. Right. Like Baker will just be in that position until he gets hurt or has a bye week. And for me, that's, for me, that's fine. But if you don't have one, there's no reason to. Yeah. And I, you know, I had, you know, in the event that I did fall asleep, I, I did have my queue built up pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, I mean, these people just start taking all these people in my queue. Like I, I was really hoping to get CJ Anderson of Jacksonville, but I settled for Xavier Howard. So CJ Jackson, CJ Henderson sorry, of Jackson, right? Yeah, he's Henderson. the rookie for yeah. yeah. He uh, he was a guy I wanted. That that was really the only time I think I got sniped. Oh, I've been I've been getting sniped hard, and it led to a move I had to make here. So, and another note, I haven't made any trades in this uh, in this draft. Nice. So the very end of this draft with, um, M Trujillo, Broncos, Kurt, and myself, none of us have made trades. Even I've made trades. Yeah. But I kind of felt forced into it based on how things fell. Your hand was forced. So, if you recall, I traded my ninth rounder to get George Kittle, who mm-hmm. went um, a few picks before my pick in round one. I took C.D. Lamb in round two because uh, J.K. Dobbins was taken right before me. Just kidding, Dobbins. And then I took uh, Baker Mayfield in the third round. So... At 420, uh, my plan was to take Joey Bosa, which I did. He he made it to me. Um, that was my prediction. That's what I did in the last one before it died, and here it is again. Congratulations. And it's just funny how it works. Nick Bosa went the next pick. Like, it's always once one Bosa goes, you the next one goes, which yeah. is why it's so weird in that previous one where I stacked the Bosas mm-hmm. that I couldn't believe the second Bosa made it all the way around him yeah. because usually one goes, the other goes. All right, so my thought process was I had tight end, quarterback, and wide receiver, you know, C.D. Lamb for whenever he blows up, which I think he will. I wanted to get a stud at each defensive position. So I got Joey Bosa in the fourth. Coming around in the fifth, I wanted to make sure I had a linebacker covered, and Fred Warner is a guy that is only in his third third year maybe? Second or third year. And he gets... Just he's an inside linebacker for the 49ers and he gets so many tackles. He's just active and involved in everything. And um I wanted to get him get him snatched up. So Fred Warner. And then at 620, uh Derwin James was still available. He was. Um, Adams, Baker, Collins, those guys had all gone, but I Der- Derwin James is my top defensive back. So I couldn't pass him up there. So then I'm thinking, all right, now I got to get back to offense and I got to get some of these positions filled. So I considered running back, but you have to start two wide receivers and the wide receivers that were available I liked better. Now, a whole bunch of guys were going, however. Uh Um, Oh, let's see. Like Brian Edwards went... Um, let's see, John Brown I was considering just because of, um, you know, he's a guy who would have been kind of steady. Although with the COVID stuff and his uh, sickle cell um, situation, he's yeah. like he's a guy who would be at real risk for not playing he out of concern for himself. Yes. Um, anyway, I was really hoping that Paris Campbell would make it back to me at 713, and he did. I think he's going to be, he's healthy, he's going to be the slot guy for Phillip Rivers and in Indy. I'm excited to, to be starting him. And you know what? He is excited to be on your team, actually. I'm sure he is. He I mean, it. I am a I'm a Buckeye Homer. Yeah. Now, in the eighth round, I was thinking it might be time to get a running back because I don't have one yet, and you boy, don't. they are drying up. 
Now, what's funny is I was eyeing either Sony Michelle, who I thought would for sure go because he was at the top of the avail- availability, yeah. or Damian Harris, because I think Damian Harris, he put in his time on special teams and stuff that first year, but with the draft capital and um, how much New England wants to run the ball, I think he's going to get his shot. Now, what was funny was Danny was auto-picked Damian Harris like 10 picks before, 8 picks before, something like that. And I even texted um, Kurt and I said, oh, do you really think, is Danny really smart enough to, 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 uh, to snipe me on Damian Harris? Sure enough, he says, oh, I fell asleep. I'm, I'm going to switch it out because they've been switching out auto picks if people are quick enough yeah, to realize. Yeah, 20 minutes. And he, he, didn't want, um, he didn't want Damian Harris. So the Damian Harris pick is removed. And sure enough, he's there when I pick at 820. So Damian Harris. Now, spoiler alert, he is my only running back right now, which is a strange feeling. Now, my plan for my next pick was that I wanted... Actually, wait a minute. I lost track of where it was. Where am I? Oh, wait. Okay, so I didn't have a pick the next round. So I was waiting forever. Yeah, right? you were. My ninth round pick was... Um, my ninth round pick was... Uh, was skipped. So then like we the get to the... Pliskin. Yeah, so then we get to the 10th round. And I'm kind of looking at what my best options are. And I like the fact Jalen Hurd was still sitting there. So I took him. I think he's going to have a role this year for the 49ers. The next round... Um, I was thinking about defense. I was thinking about um, maybe getting a running back. Uh, it probably helped that DJ Dallas went right before I picked because yeah. he's a guy that I love. But uh, Quintez Cephas I ended up taking. He's my, my fourth wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Might be too many wide receivers. I, there's such a minor bench here. I mean, it's, it's seven bench spots. You really only have room for one or two at each position. And you kind of have to prioritize. And so, what did what did you call him? Do you remember? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody said something about Danny Amendola being taken, and I said, "Well, I've got the next. I've got the next Danny Amendola." Yes, you do. And somebody goes, "Ugh, nobody should be aspire to be the next Danny Amendola. Yep. And shoot for something higher." Yep. And I said, "Hey, what I meant was the slot guy for the Lions." Uh-huh. And then apparently there's somebody who, like, is best friends with Quintez Sivas in our league who was talking about him being a bad seed in the locker room or something. What? I missed that. Oh, yeah. There was a conversation about somebody who's got the inside Lions track. Who's a bad seed? Apparently Quintez Sivas is a bad locker room guy. And this guy is Quintez Sivas' friend? No, I that part I made up. But oh, he's got some geez. sort of insight. He's got some sort of inside information on the Lions. Interesting. And he was talking about it was the uh, grit grit guy, I think. Okay. And um, I and somebody else was like, "Yeah, he would know. He's he's got the inside scoop on the Lions." I'm just like, "Okay, whatever." Huh. What I know is Jeff Akuda said he was the hardest wide receiver he's ever had to cover. So boom in your face. Wow. That's um, because he's a, probably a dirty player. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you're a badger. You know, it's going to happen. All right, so then we get to the 12th round, and this is where I was looking linebacker, and I was excited Matthew Judon was still there. I don't understand why he lasted so long, but there he is. That's your second linebacker. That's my second linebacker. Um, So Fred Warner and Matt Judon, I feel amazing about that. Now, we got to the 13th round. Okay, so here's what I was planning for the 13th round. I want Chuck Clark. 
He's the strong safety for the Ravens. I like him. I have had him... Well, I, I ended up dropping him out of necessity in Westeros, and then Danny mm-hmm. picked him up. But I, I basically love Chuck Clark, and I would trust him to be my IDP flex sure. and start him every week. And I had guys, and I had a bunch of guys that I would consider my backup plans. Malcolm Jenkins, Ronnie Harrison, Marlon Humphrey from the same team. These guys were all my backup plans if Chuck Clark went. Well, I'm watching, and those guys all go. Yeah. Chuck Clark didn't. So now I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. Like, I don't want to miss out on getting this guy because I feel like the the um, the comfort level of having him as my final defensive starter will make me feel really good about my team this year. Of course. So I started putting it out there. Hey, anybody coming up, if my guy's still there, I will give you my 2021 second round rookie pick to move up in the 13th round. So I went from uh, 13, 13-13, I used my second rounder next year to move up to 13-8. And I took Chuck Clark. You sure did. And my thinking is that a second rounder with 32 teams is going to be so deep that yeah. that's not very valuable. And, you know, and guys have shown in this that they're trying to acquire a bunch of rookie picks. I think it's dumb to acquire seconds in a league like this mm-hmm. when it's this deep, but mm-hmm. it worked out well for me. So I got Chuck Clark. Then I was looking at the tight end landscape and they were really disappearing. And I knew I wanted to have a backup plan for Kittle and a guy to play on bye weeks for Kittle. You, you I mean, you have to have a second tight end uh-huh. because that because otherwise you have nothing to do when it's his bye week. So I was considering Foster Moreau, Cahale Waring, Josh Oliver. Uh, I, th- I think for a little bit I, I thought about Drew Sample. I ended up going Cahale Waring just because I've – Heard reports of him uh, working out, catching passes from Deshaun Watson. Oh. And he has a crazy athletic profile. He was just injured all year last year and never got the chance. I know that team likes to target the tight. I've seen them target the tight end. Sure. I don't think he has a lot of established competition. Fells is elderly. Jordan Thomas is kind of meh. So I think he can come in and, and be a difference maker. So I got my second tight end. Congratulations. Thank you. Then in the in the last round that we got to here, the round 15, um, I took Ed Oliver, uh, defensive tackle for Buffalo. He's a second-year guy. He flashed a little bit last year. I just I needed a backup for Joey Bosa, and there were no other guys that really excited me. This yeah. guy's young, and he's on a good defense, and... Um, I had his name in my mind because uh, Adam took him pretty deep in the Westeros rookie draft okay. last year. Sure. And I remember thinking, man, I don't research I don't research IDP rookies deep enough because I had in my mind that year I had Jonathan Abram and yep. Nick Bosa and I had like the the guys everybody knew and I ended up getting all of them, but the deep guys I was not in on. Yeah. So. so the main problem I have here in case you weren't paying attention, I have one running back, and it's Damian Harris, who had, like, how many carries last year? Like, three? Yeah. Um, so just to give you an idea of of the running backs that are left, yep. 
Um, here's the best available at running back, and I have to start one every week. Kyle Juszczyk, Brandon Bolden, Darwin Thompson, Cardero Patterson, Gus Edwards, Ryan Nall, question mark? Bears, yeah. Peyton Barber, Elijah Wellman, LaShawn McCoy, Mike Boone, Devontae Booker, Travion Williams, Corey Clement. So every round I've been watching to see what happens, and every round guys that are really deep and aren't even going to get a chance go like i'm sitting here watching like i thought i could get royce freeman no nope. if royce freeman had made it to me at 15 13 i would have taken royce freeman. even rodney anderson was picked. rodney anderson was another guy on my list i'm yeah. thinking mixon is a knucklehead mm-hmm. geo who knows if they want to keep him maybe he'll get a chance but it's just crazy like in the rounds before the guys who've gone like dare i would have considered pass catching back for brady possibly jeff wilson i love malcolm brown jamal williams like these are all guys i would have considered. bryce love i had my eye on him and he He went um he went now again i i took a hail warning instead of a running back that's my fault i could have had bryce love but it was just crazy how much these guys were um it's just crazy how much these guys were flying off so i have basically committed to the no running to the zero running back because at this point, what's I may as well get up somebody better at another position and right. just clean up bargain basement guys. Yeah. Because I have two picks in the 18th round, and I figure those guys will just both be running backs. And I'll just see who has the absolute best chance to do something. Makes sense. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I do, I mean, I feel very good about, I feel very good about my team. But it's going to take some things landing the right way. Like, my starters on IDP, I think, are great. Um, I think, for me, it's going to be how quickly my wide receivers gel. Mm -hmm. Like, if C.D. Lamb and Paris Campbell can um, perform this year, and if Damian Harris gets on the field at all, then I'll I'll be pretty good. What does your starting lineup look like? So, my starting lineup is... Uh, Damian Harris, C.D. Lamb, Paris Campbell, George Kittle, Jalen Hurd, Bacon Baker Mayfield, and the Bacon Mayfield, <laughs> and then on defense, Joey Bosa, Fred Warner, Matt Judon, Derwin James, and Chuck Clark. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I like that starting lineup a lot, but um, time will tell. Yeah. Uh. Since we all want to be like Kurt, why don't we just read through Kurt's team? Because what, Kurt... Uh, do, you, do you want to see what my starting lineup is? Yes, let's hear yours and then we'll go to Kurt's. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Chris Carson, Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, Eric Ebron, Carrion Johnson in my flex, Big Ben super flex, then Jeffrey Simmons at D lineman, Jalen Smith, KJ Wright linebacker, Harrison Smith D-back, and Eric Wilson as my flex. Nice. Yeah. You smell that? Smells like wins. Uh, very nice. Um, <laughs> that was a that was a stoner laugh. That was pretty that good. Was pretty good. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not on as many drugs as I'd like to be right now. Um, wait till I have that steroid injection. Ooh, it's just yeah. gonna be. I'm gonna be like Popeye. Her. I don't think it's that kind of steroids. Anyway, um, let's. So here's what Kurt's team looks like. He he had a plan and he certainly stuck to it. Here's Kurt's draft: Burrow, Juju, Tua. Chase Young, Nikhil Harry, Kenneth Murray, Brian Edwards, Adam Troutman, Jordan Love, Yita Grossmatos, Kalevin Chasson, 
Uh, Calvin Harmon, he wah, he's wah. out for the year, which he is very sure sad. Is. Uh, Justice Hill, Kyle Duggar, and Foster Moreau. Yeah. Now, in case you weren't paying attention, every one of his players is either a rookie or a sophomore. Yeah, he done good. Which is which is crazy. So he's again assuming he won't compete year one. Probably assuming he won't compete year two. But after that, he's going to be lights out. Yeah, he got the top three. Um, quarterbacks in from this most recent draft he did uh should we go through danny's team as long as we have this up sure let's, why not? let's see how danny did let's see how the makeshift commissioner did <laughs> he fell into it he fell into it let's see here oh i'm gonna have to click because he did some trades so let's click on his roster if i can do that Okay, here's his starting lineup, at least as far as uh, Sleeper has, and then we'll go to his bench. So he's got Lynn Bowden Jr., Terry McLaurin, Devin Duvernay, Dallas Goddard, Mike Gasicki, Dak Prescott, D. Ford, C.J. Mosley, Anthony Barr, Keanu Neal, and Trey Flowers. And then on his bench... Shocker, he's got Boston Scott, Weird. Kenny Moore, Dare, and Deshaun Hamilton. I thought he died. He was on life support, but <laughs> they, they brought him back. So that is uh so that's Danny's team. Um he's got the double tight end starting, which is interesting. That'll keep somebody else from being able to be more comfortable with their tight ends. That's true. Hey Kona, keep it down. You're drinking real loud in there. All right, so that is the so that's the the thirty two teamer. So we've got a few more rounds. We'll we'll wrap that up uh, in the, hopefully in the next few days and see and see how it goes. Any other final comments for this? Kyle Football eighty nine. You have nineteen minutes left. Yeah. So if you're listening right now, get on it. Hurry up. Um. Yeah. So my plan for the end of this is I got to get at least at least two running backs. Yeah. And they'll probably be my two 18th round picks because what's the point of reaching for some of these guys? Although Tra- Travis Homer is still available, he would be a guy that I probably should try to get. Sure. Ugh. Danny took Boston Scott in the sixth round. He did not. Sixth round? Yeah. Well, it's a 32-team league, so. But yeah, still. but still. He took he took Boston Scott the same round as Zach Moss, Alexander Madison, Philip Lindsay, right. Jordan Mostert. Howard. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, that's absolutely insane. He could have waited a, at least another round. But hey, Boston Scott is gonna outproduce Miles Sanders this year. <laughs> Mark my words, says Danny. I'll mark something. I don't know what that means. I don't either. All right, why don't we take a break? I'm sure. gonna get a fresh ice pack, yeah. and uh, we will come back to. To uh, try to be like Kurt and uh, talk about, and it, well, actually, it's going to be very Kurt centric. We'll talk about the orphan he's taken over, and we'll talk about a team that of his to analyze. Kind of, she slid her whole. She's getting all carried away in there. She slid her whole thing away from the wall. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the point is, we'll be back soon. Later.
All right, we are back. In case you don't recognize that, that is the Game of Thrones theme because we are about to talk about the battle for the Seven Kingdoms of Westeros. It's been a while since we talked about this league. Yes, this is the the IDP, 10 offensive tar- starters, 10 defensive starters, bench, taxi squad, um, extreme IDP scoring. Uh, this is the one that I won last year, and I'm hoping to repeat this year. Sure. And then this is also the one that we talked about. There was a little drama that wasn't saved for anyone's mama with the rookie draft. So the rookie draft was happening. Uh, I got to let Cone out. So the rookie draft was happening. What happened with that rookie draft? You know, if I remember correctly, uh, some people were having some beers. Yeah. They were having some adult beverages. And... Uh, uh, they were just talking some mad smack to each other, and it kind of escalated a little bit. And yeah, there were some personal attacks. Personal thrown. attacks were made. Basically, there was a guy Feelings in the were hurt. yeah, there was a guy in the league who has not been pleasant from the get go. Yeah. And oops, music's still going. Um, I don't think I ever had one conversation with him. That at was all. that was pleasant or ever ever oh. Well, then you're... Consider yourself lucky. It was like zero... I was incommunicado with him. Consider yourself lucky. Basically, he was never pleasant. It was always like pulling teeth, if even if he responded. Um, and a certain other person... Um, basically had some had some marks some, had some skinny marks some liquid courage and we had been dealing with him sitting on the clock and so he decided to give him a piece of his mind and yeah. went off and it was full of expletives and personal attacks and it yeah. wasn't very nice no. and and I got him to apologize but it put a real damper on the whole draft people were um people were a little uh it, it pretty much killed yeah. the draft it killed the draft the draft yeah. never actually ended no. So the draft, I'm assuming, ended. and It's, and it's actually still going. <laughs> technically, it's still going. Um, so anyway, out of the blue, you know, that was two months ago. Yeah. So out of the blue, um, I there is a message in the Westeros chat that says, thanks out yeah. from the guy who was attacked and had been the unpleasant fellow for a while. And I got a direct message from him at almost the same time that said, I'm done, thanks, got other things to worry about. Sure. And I responded with, so you quit, question mark? Yeah. No response to that. But when I went to ESPN and looked, his name was no longer attached to his team. Oh, sir. So when I went to Adam to let him know, so hey, it looks like so-and-so quit. And he said, are you sure? And I said, well, he removed himself from the espn team he goes yep that's pretty solid i I guess he did yeah so decided to start uh we just started decided to start looking at um looking at replacements now the problem with replacements is that this is a hundred dollar league right and it's hard to find people to fill spots in a hundred dollar league um it's hard to get people that are in a hundred dollar league to pay their hundred dollars to be perfectly honest yeah it's a lot of money so I'm sitting on the couch with, with Claire, and she she said, well, did you ask Kurt? And I said, well, the, the problem is I feel bad asking anybody who I know has reached their, their limit for the year, as I have, yeah. and as you have, yeah. and we've said, like, no more leagues, Done. to ask that person to take over a $100 orphan it's a lot. seems like excessive. It seems excessive. So... 
Claire says, well, why don't Kurt and I team up? I'll contribute financially. And her expertise. And he can... <laughs> she didn't even say that. She's like, but... And he can run the team, and then we'll, we'll split it if we win. Basically, we'll go in as a team. And I said, okay, well, I'll run that by him. Because, you know, if, if somebody said that they would, you know, split cost with me, I'd be more likely to join a $100 league at the point where I'm at, where I've maxed out. Yeah. Uh, sure enough, um, Kurt was in. Now, he did say... I guess I don't have my text on here, but, you know, Kurt said... Yeah, sure. And I said, where's the enthusiasm? And he said, yeah, sure. You know, and then he faked a little enthusiasm and said, well, I haven't even seen the team yet. Yeah. So when I showed him the team, his first reaction was, holy linebackers. (laughs) Which we'll get to the team in a second. And then the other one was, oh, and CEH. I don't have CEH anywhere yet. So, um, you know, without looking in too much detail, off the top of my head, I was thinking, I know that this guy has a good team, which is why it's so weird that he threw this league down the toilet uh-huh. and left. But his team is uh, his team is really good. Uh, do you want to run down the team? Yeah, I can run it down real quick. Like House of Khan. House of Khan. Now, uh... by the way, can we also just? I just also just want to establish this guy quit. Yeah. His cousin was the guy who quit that made room that for you in this I league, which is hilarious, yeah, in my I, opinion. No more family members, right? This is it? No, this family's out. So I think it's safe to say we're, we're good on this league then. Yeah. People are going to stay. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Justine's having a baby, so we'll see how that affects, oh. we'll see how that affects her dedication. Just one? <laughs> I think just one. Amateur. Amateur <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, Trips. All right, here's his uh, old roster. Um, Kurt and Claire's new roster at quarterback, Josh Allen, running back, Naheem Hines, Todd Gurley, Robbie Anderson, Chris Godwin, Tyler Boyd at wide receiver, Travis Kelsey, tight end, DK Metcalf at flex, and uh, the OP, the super flex, is Jimmy GQ. So right there, that's pretty solid. That is pretty darn solid. Pretty darn solid. Uh, His D tackle is empty. He has Kenny Clark, though. So he's Kenny Clark. Yeah. Uh, D end Chandler Jones and a holy linebackers Batman. <laughs> Bobby Wagner, Darius Leonard, Fred Warner. Yep. That ain't bad. That's sickening. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's gonna be like sixty points every week. Yeah, that's monstrous. Just in his linebackers, it's not fair. Can I take over this league too? <laughs> this team. I have two teams. Uh, Justin Houston. At uh, defensive line man, the uh, flex, the D-line flex. Defensive line man. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Byron Murphy, cornerback, Adrian Phillips, safety. And then D-back, D-back is Kevin Bayard, who's a stud in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And uh, Adrian Amos on those Packers. And kicker is Greg the Leg, who's now in Dallas. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Who's kicking for the Rams? The rookie. Right. Or they have somebody else. Oh, yeah. They have a rookie with a fun name, don't they? Yeah. I can't remember. Not as fun as Donald Ibuabuike. <laughs> Whoa. The Vikings used to have. That's a mouthful. Ibuabuike. All right. How about the bench? Uh, John Johnson, the third safety. Jalen Hurd, wide receiver. Jamal Williams. Derek Carr. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Legend. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Cleland Farrell. Jalen Samuels. Jason Pierre-Paul. Do you think he celebrated the 4th of July this year? Who? Oh, Jason Pierre-Paul? Yeah. Does he have any hands left to, to set up fireworks with? He lit matches with his toes, maybe. <laughs> uh, Nick Mullins, Darren Waller, Chase Winovich. 
he's a, a young stud too. Alexander Johnson. There, here comes Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He also has Zach Moss, LaVisca Chenault Jr., Darrington Evans, and there's Kenny Clark, and then Grant Delphitt. So he's got some pretty good rookies on the team. Too. I don't want to give him any credit, but that's a heck of a rookie draft. I love his rookie draft. Yeah, he uh, he done C-E-H, okay. C.E.H., Moss, Chenault, Evans, and Delphitt, yeah. that's massive. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good-looking squad there. Yeah, yeah so... Um, yeah, so Kurt's gonna come in and try to try to dethrone me. And Claire, Kurt and Claire are gonna yeah. come in and try to try to dethrone me. Um, got the the family the family squad. So, um, if you were what if okay, let's put yourself in Kurt's shoes. Uh-huh. Oh, I also wanted to mention if yeah. you notice there are no because where I'm looking on the rosters, it shows how every player was acquired, draft, trade, or oh, free agency. Okay. He has um this guy had never made it never made a trade. Zero trades. It's all draft. His entire starting lineup, uh, with the exception of two defensive backs, is dra- are drafted players. Oof. And then free agency he's got like five free agency yeah. acquired players. The rest are all drafted, which is kind of crazy. So um Well the so, one the one big thing I see is he's got Nick Mullins. And Jimmy GQ on the same roster. So he's got Jimmy GQ's backup, which is huge. <laughs> if there's one team where you want to cover your quarterback bases, it's, it's San the Francisco. 49ers. Yeah. So, I mean, he did something right with that. I mean, if he left us on these terms, <laughs> man. Mullins did not look bad when he got his chance, admittedly. I mean, he didn't look good, though, either. It's just not an offense that throws a lot. So what I was going to say was, if you were looking at this team and considering it as an orphan, uh-huh. uh, number one, what what would be appealing that would make you want to take it over? I mean, right away, Josh Allen, Godwin, and Kelsey, Metcalf, right yep. there. And those linebackers. Yeah, and the linebackers, 60-plus yep. points a week. That's uh that's awesome. And I know um well and CEH too. Yeah, since it's post rookie draft, yeah. that helps a lot. I mean, because... that's gonna bump Naheem Hines out of there. Get him out. Because I would think a lot of people would, would prefer to take over a team that still gets its rookie draft because yeah. that's a lot of assets and a lot of moving you can it's still true. do. But um but but this guy handled it right, so he's got a good looking team. Yeah. So I uh you know Kurt's teams are always known for their amazing benches, right? Yeah. Like in his uh, Frozen League, his Frozen team is one of the best benches I've ever seen in my life. I want his I want his bench. Like Kurt. If I could have Kurt's bench. So what would be, what moves, are there any moves that uh, you'd be looking to make, looking at this team coming in? Anything jumping out at you? I mean, for me, if I could move Todd Gurley for something, that would be very yeah. appealing just because he's on his last leg, you would think, the second he starts showing something. Sure. Um, you know, you, I, I mean, he's going to be able to find – I mean, if he, if he wasn't a big fan of those defensive backs, he'll be able to find right. guys on the on the waiver wire that he likes because this is a league that has a lot of – It's pretty deep. Yeah, there. the waiver wire is yeah. not – not, uh, um, is not empty by any means. But um, 
I don't know. It seems like it's pretty well ready to go right now. I'm not yeah. sure I would come in with a plan of doing too much. Not at all. I mean, he's got Zach Moss and then Darrington Evans at rookie running backs to step in. Um, you know, if if their incumbents get hurt or fail. So, I mean, he's he's got it pretty good there, too. So, I, yeah, he's stepping into a really good situation. And also, this team did win a championship as well. So, Yeah, first year. Yeah, year one. That's awesome. Yeah, and and that guy winning year one was very frustrating for everyone else. At least, man, I should just speak for myself. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this guy yeah. won. Um, but he also had the chance to repeat and like made weird like didn't sub out people huh. when he was trying to repeat. I feel like he made decisions that were questionable in terms of uh, playoff um, uh, roster settings. So yeah. So anyway, I would, I would maybe look um, to add another wide receiver if I was he. Yeah, Robbie Anderson as that third wide receiver is a little weak. Yeah. Well, except he can move DK. Well, he can, but I what? mean, if you look on his bench, outside of those four, he's got Fitzgerald and Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, but if he's looking at starters right now, he can move DK in, so DK Boyd and Godwin, and then he can move Darren Waller into the flex. True. So he's I, so he's pretty well. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'd maybe look to get another wide receiver in there. That's just okay. Me. Fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> um. Yeah, but you know, overthrowing the king is going to be tough in this league. Let's be honest. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> so yeah, they are stepping into a pretty good situation. Of course, I never did sell Mark Ingram. That's going to be a little rough, but. Guess we'll see what happens. I did offer a doubt to you, didn't I? I did offer a third. What happened? Yeah, but a third is not. Yeah, that's not gonna do that's it. That's what you asked for. I definitely asked for a second. Uh, I, I thought you dropped it down to a third. I don't think I did. That's silly, because I'm trying to repeat. So I feel like if the start that Ingram could get me off to this year, it would be silly for me to trade him mm, for future assets. That's just silly. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll we'll see what happens. All right, um, we have, I believe, one more segment. Do you know what that segment is? Did you also want to talk? Oh, after last week's podcast, we took a field trip out to your garage. Oh, should we take a little break and talk about that right now? We can. Yeah. So last week, um, I was in pain, but I powered through. By by the way, I didn't tell you two nights of shooting pool in the garage. Yeah was not good on the old shoulder. I was I, feeling that for the rest of the weekend. I but, can imagine. But, you know, it was my bachelor. It was, Claire was gone, and yeah. I just wanted to have garage time. You, you had know? some bachelorhood, because I came right from work here. Yep. We yeah. recorded early. We did. Um, also, the <laughs> when we got the phone call and it cut off, uh-huh. and then we're like, oh, we're back. When you listen to it, there's no break. So no. it's just like we're talking, we're, yeah. and then all of a sudden, they we're back, back. Yeah. which was kind of crazy. So anyway, we went out to the garage. We we shot some pool. We did. And uh, Dave, how did how the how the pool game start off? What well, Mister? Do you even know what nine ball is? Yeah, I started off a little rusty. Uh, you won what the first? I won two games. Two games. And then Zach came over. Right. And, and then we played, played cutthroat. Cut yeah. No, we played. We played nine ball in there too, didn't we? I don't remember. Did we? Yeah, we did play some nine ball after. All I know is I did not win after my first two against you. Yes. Um, I did not win cutthroat, and if we played nine ball, I didn't win that either. No. 
But I started off strong. You started off hot. I started off hot, and I used it up. You fizzled. But remember, I'm broken. Right. I'm playing with a something. Yeah. Whatever. It was a a good night. Yeah, it was fun. It was much needed. It was super fun, and uh, I just... Oh, I love that garage so much. Yeah. And as much as there's a lot of stuff in the house that needs to be worked on, uh-huh. once my shoulder's feeling better, it's going to be continuing to put stuff up in the garage. I I'm think sure. you're making the right choice. Thank you. Yeah, Thank honestly. you. I appreciate that. I mean, that's got the makings of quite the uh, man cave in there. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty solid, so. All right, you ready for this? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> it's never going to. Bum 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 bum. Like Kurt, if I could have Kurt's team, let it run. Bum ba dum bum bum. Like Kurt, if I could have Kurt's team, I'd be like Kurt. If I could have Kurt's team, Kurt, 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 Kurt. Oh, it never gets old, Dave. All right, so everyone's favorite segment is coming up right now. We are going to, like Kurt, and we are going to be analyzing one of Kurt's squads. Yeah, we are. So... I'm just going through it real quick. Yeah, this is exciting because we haven't looked at it um, before right now, so... So while you're looking, because I got to look through it a little bit, he uh, gave us a little synopsis, yes, that, which was pretty awesome. So this league is in its second year. Uh, in the first year, he just missed the playoffs. He took seventh, and the six teams advanced. He won his consolation bracket, and in this league, the winner gets the one-one. But, oh, like like ours are. Yeah, but okay. he previously traded that away. Oh, but then he traded back for it. Hey. hey! <laughs> but then he said he made a few questionable trades. Okay. Firstly, he overpaid for Elliott before the rookie draft last season. He gave up a then that's where he gave up the one one. Uh oh, so he, he did one, he give up the one one he knew he was having like did he trade his first before knowing think, it was the one one? Yeah, he said before the rookie draft okay. last season. Okay. Um so he already gave up and then he said he gave up the one one, the one two and a 2021st and OJ Howard for Elliot. That's a big. Uh... Hmm. And then dumped him before he ever scored any points for my team because he was holding out for Mixon and Christian Kirk. Ooh. So he traded all those picks for Elliot and then he traded Elliot for Mixon and Christian Kirk. Okay, wait a minute. I sorry, I wasn't paying a lot of attention. He traded one one and one two and a twenty twenty first and OJ Howard for Ezekiel Elliott. 
Man, that is a massive, massive overpay. For Mixon and Kirk. And then he decided to sell off pieces once he missed the playoffs. I guess maybe it's not massive. I mean, a But didn't get the prices I probably should have. Basically, he gave up Julio Fournette and A-Rob, got Chark Fant Gesicki, 2021 first, and he used that to get the 1-1 back and a handful of seconds and thirds. Hmm. The only trade that seems to have aged well is Baker and Tyrell for Lamar. Wow. Jackson. That's a good trade right there. Yeah. That so is good. He, uh, he was Why on... would the Lamar Jackson owner do that? I don't know. Can you but... imagine trading away Lamar Jackson? I mean, let me rephrase. Once we knew what Lamar Jackson was, yeah. trading him and not getting... Like, getting Baker plus is one thing, but Baker and Tyrell, that's barely a plus. That's yeah. weird. Because so, I traded Lamar Jackson for Nick Bosa, if you recall. But that was before we knew that right. Lamar Jackson was going to be what he is. So he, he was uh, – this is a super flex league. Um, so he's starting Lamar Jackson at quarterback. And looks like with the 1-1, he got Burrow. Yep. Okay, so he'll be doing Jackson and Burrow. Um, after all of those trades, his running backs – uh, he's got Keyshawn Vaughn and Chase Edmonds. Yikes. And then Juju and Chark at wide receiver, Fant at tight end, and he has Kirk and Lamb as his flexes. Okay. Uh, quarterback on the bench, he's got my guy, touchdown Teddy. Hey, Teddy, hey, Teddy, and don't you want to come to my birthday? And the much maligned Josh Rosen. Running backs, he's got Penny, Love, Benjamin. You know. That's it. And his wide receivers, Corey Davis, Traquan Smith, Justin Watson, and he's got Harmon, who's on the IR. Yep. Rager, he drafted. Um, and then tight ends, he's always, he loves those tight ends. Who's he's got starting tight end? Oh, fan. He's got Gesicki, Thomas, Sternberger, and Waring. It's a nice young group of tight Yeah, it is. And then on his taxi, he's got oh, Komet, yeah, Jefferson, Edwards, who you love. I love him. And Tyler Johnson, who I love. Yeah. Yeah. And then his remaining picks, he's got two 2021 seconds, two 2021 thirds, two 2021 fourths, and all his 2022s. Okay. So no first in 2021, but he's got a nice stable of picks. Oh, if you remember, he sold his first for Elliot. Right. Right. Well, no, it wasn't the... No, Elliot, it was 2019 and then 2020, wasn't it? Or did I... Am I misremembering that? Yeah. So when did he... Because it says he, it says he traded twenty nineteen one one. Oh yeah, you're right. That was the twenty twenty first. The rookie draft. Yeah. So the twenty twenty one first, he used that to get the one one. Yes, correct. Okay. Woof. All right. So this team is young. Yeah. Um, yeah. This team is basically what he's looking at here is that. Every position has the potential 
of performing this year Mm -hmm. with the exception of chase Edmonds, he really would need an injury right but everybody else should be okay this year but he's really looking for this team to gel within the next couple years yes um so it's really a matter of which guys are going to last until the team gels so honestly lamar jackson is the one where uh, i wonder if you could get if you could get a I don't know. He might be the one just because you never know if he was a one-hit wonder, if people are if teams are going to figure him out. True. If he is going to get injured because a quarterback that runs that much, he's a little bit slight of frame. Yeah, you just don't know. He's reliant so much on his physical traits, you know, just I wonder how well he'll he'll age. So as I'm looking at this team, I wonder if but you also got to think he gave up Baker and Tyrell for right. Lamar Jackson. So if he wants to sell Jackson, the people in his league are going to remember he gave up Baker and, and Williams. I'm, yeah, and there's, I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson is crazy young and yeah. fits the structure of this team. I'm simply thinking if you want to just keep churning and getting better a little bit better a little bit better a little bit better Mm -hmm. who are who makes the most sense and he's the one where you're going to get the biggest haul if people aren't going to hold you over a barrel for what you did before yep um i wonder just because running backs are so replaceable and turnover so much you know if Keyshawn vaughn shows within a couple games to be a huge target of brady's and is really like flying all over the place i'd try to cash out on him right away because I, once this team is gelling, I don't think the running backs on the team now are going to be the running backs that you're going to be playing. Right. Um, I might consider, uh, you know, Bridgewater. Person, I know you love Bridgewater, but for me, in places where I have Bridgewater, now is the time to sell him when there's excitement of him going and being the guy. And Bridgewater is Panthers. his oldest player, too. Right, so he's he's just that little bit older, and you don't know if he's actually going to show to be... I mean, you look at what he did in in New Orleans, taking over for Breeze, and he showed well, but that's such an ideal team, where yeah. he could just throw that ball to Thomas and just let Thomas do the rest. And, and then just, throw the ball to Thomas again. And yep, just and then again and again Thomas. and again, yeah. and it's just they're so well coached, and they had a great supporting... Um, supporting cast so I think my number one priority assuming you want to keep Jackson there's nothing wrong with that is I'd, I'd be trying to move Bridgewater yeah um, for uh, you know I, I mean if there's a quarterback needy team you could get a first plus I bet like if I could get a I mean if you could get a 2021 first and if I could get a 2021 first and Jalen Hurts I would I'd think about that. That might be kind of fun. Okay. Um, and, you know, if that team is desperate at quarterback, they might be willing to do that. Sure. As and far he, as the – sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say he's got some wicked awesome youth at the the wide receiver position. He's got I mean, youth everywhere. I mean, but with Lamb and he's got Rager there, and that's behind Juju and Chark. Right. So, I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so that's the other thing is, let's say the draft... So once this team is really gelling and you start to see these players are coming Mm -hmm. into their own, let's say the draft doesn't work out super well for him to be able to to 
turn over the running back position. Like, let's say there isn't a Jonathan Taylor, a CEH, a Dobbins, right. where it's going to turn your like turn your team into a contender running back wise really mm-hmm. quick. He could always go wide receiver for for running back, and he could find the most valuable of those guys. Like maybe, you know, maybe um, if Lamb and Rager are showing. Uh, are showing enough that you're feeling confident in them, and Juju's back to being Juju. Maybe, maybe yeah. you turn Juju into something because he's yeah. slightly, slightly older. Um, that could be something to think about too. So he's got options. Yeah, he's got options. I like, uh, I like this squad a lot, and I like the fact he's got Komet sitting there on his taxi and Brian Edwards sitting there on his taxi, just simmering. Just marinating. They're just marinating, just marinating, waiting for their chance to Love shine. It. Have you had some of that Cole Comet marinade? Ooh, it's delicious. <laughs> uh, did you know uh, Adam Shaheen is still technically on that team? Uh, along with eight other tight ends. Every time I look at my Cahale Waring pick, and I love Cahale Waring, I've got him. I got him in Frozen, actually. Yeah. I just keep thinking Adam Shaheen. I keep thinking of that kind of tight end yep. coming from a smaller school, and you're thinking. This is the guy who's going to be the next beast to just... And then nothing. Because I had Shaheen everywhere when he came out. (laughs) Absolutely everywhere. All right, so Kurt, well done. Uh, That's a very young team, but I'm kind of starting to expect that from you. Yeah, he he definitely has a, a, a draft... Uh, blueprint that he has. Oh, we didn't go through scoring. It's half point reception. Oh, yeah. And it's a half point tight end um, premium. But other than that, um, it's pretty straightforward. Six point passing touchdown. But yeah, half point PPR and then uh, half for tight ends. Right on, right on, right on. So thanks, Kurt. Um, anybody out there listening, remember, we would love to, uh, analyze your squad if you're interested and, um, we will come up with a fun theme song for you. Yeah, we will. Or if you have a suggestion for theme song. We gotta do another one of beer bad because beer by real big fish. Oh yeah. One of beer bad. Oh, it's so good. That was my, that's some of my best work. Or there's the band called, uh, psycho stick with their song beer. What? Sorry. The band Psychostick. Psychostick? I yeah. don't know what that is. Oh, we'll play it after. Okay. Yeah. We could play it now. We don't have anything else. If you want to find it. <laughs> it's called Beer. Um, so, yeah. So, that's, uh, so that will be coming up. Uh, what else do we have? How close are we to football? Somebody told me it was nine Sundays away. It sounds about right. It sounds about right, because we're mid-July. We are. So nine Sundays until an actual game. <sighs> but then there's also, I mean, we still have a lot. There's still a lot to get figured out on. Yeah. On who, uh, on on how it's going to look, if there's actually going to be football, if players are going to be. And I saw that know. Oakley came out with a, a mouth guard mask type thing. Yep. To try to help spread, prevent the spread of COVID. <laughs> To help spread COVID? Yeah, we don't want to spread like it. Spread we want to stop love. it. Where is the love? Where is the love? Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens. I just I hope there's I just hope there's football. I concur. I just hope there's football. Yeah. And I hope there's college football also. Because I'm so into Debbie now and we haven't even had games yet. So I just can't wait. I'm gonna get a TV in the corner of that garage. I wanna be out there Saturday night, 
college football on the, on the TV, shooting pool, it's going to be so great. Yeah, it's going to be great next year when they have college football. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. All right, are we done? It's kind of a short episode tonight, but that's fine. I'm in pain. I'm going to go collapse, so. You do it. All right. Anything you do, else? You do you, boo. Anything else? I got nothing. I'm just, I'm just happy we had another amazing episode of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. We certainly think it's amazing. Yeah. I think we only had 18 listens the last oh, week. Man, it's so. going downhill. Yeah, it's going downhill quick, so. But it's going to pick up during the season. Uh, we're, we're in the off season. That's true. Yeah. That is true. If there's football on the field, what if the season gets completely canceled and we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs? Then I say for a, a stretch of a few months, we go unrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We could also go uh, 90s nostalgia. We, we could, could. We could do some. Uh, we could do some non-football segments. I we, think we're pretty funny talking about you it. You know what we could do? We could draft a team, like we could do a mock draft and then pick a year, and then we can go through the schedule and see how everybody did that year. Okay. What do you think about that? Okay. I just thought about that. Yeah. We could also simulate some football on Madden. We could. And then analyze the stats on there. <laughs> we could pick. We could pick fantasy teams on Madden and simulate them that way too. Ooh. That'd be fun. Yeah. We could make it. We could make a night of, of picking fantasy teams on Madden. Oh, we could have playing a and then analyzing. Madden. Oh yes. All right, you want to do your wrap up because now we're just going into the wrap up. Yeah, this hole. is awesome. We're going into so. This has been another episode of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. And uh, we want steroid free for now. So yeah, hopefully. <laughs> when are you doing your thing? They're going to call to get it scheduled, so hopefully within the next couple days. All right, so hopefully by this time... I was supposed to get married on Saturday. That's true. And so there's a little romantic surprise planned for my lady. And so I'm hoping I can get that shot before we go off and have have an adventure, but hopefully, I don't know, we'll see what happens. All right, so to make this exit even longer... Well, you got me off on a tangent. It's true. It's your fault. Yeah, so thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.